Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. David Molnar. Mr. Rich Coleman, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, sir. How are you? I am fantastic. Trying to get my uh, screen centered here or my, my camera centered here. Um, man, it's happy safe. happy Christmas time season. Happy um, happy almost Christmas time to you as well. Yeah, David. yeah. I'm happy to. How, what's the weather like? Look at that. There's something on my shirt right there. Got it. Yeah, the weather is uh, pretty incredible right now. Um, it's been it's been kind of you know cold in the morning, and I, like in the morning I'll like I'll sit on my back porch and like wear like sweater and jeans and like slippers and stuff. And um, maybe even a second coat. And then in the afternoon, it's been like 70 degrees. So it's kind of one of those days where it's like hard to like hard to stay in the same clothes that you put on in the morning. You know, like it's too cold oh, in the morning. You. Or You're in just the take, slowly taking clothes off. Just taking it all off, you know. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. How about the weather there, man? How's it going? Um, it's been nice the last two days. It's kind of going back and forth. I wish it would make up its mind. Yeah. I, I like warm weather, but I, I wish it would. Same thing, I guess. I'm wearing sweatpants today, though, so. When yeah. I have coffee, coffee from one of my second favorite coffee shop. Um, and I get to go to one of my favorite coffee shops next, tomorrow. I get to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see you and Josh. Everybody, and everybody's, excited, everybody's excited to see us. What the people, the masses don't know is Josh doesn't let us go live anymore. And we apologize. <laughs> we apologize for that. So, it's Josh's um, fault. It's always Josh's every, fault. Everything that goes wrong is always Josh's fault. I, I, I'm ha- I'm happy to be here. David's happy to be here. Um, you look great, changing that exposure a little bit. I like it. Well, the sun just kind of popped out a little bit more, so it, you know. Um, Janice is saying, "Great to see David and Rich. Been too long. Hello to all my fellow TPMers." Nanette is saying hello from cold New York, and Michaela is saying sunny seventies in South Carolina. I like it. Mm. Um, <laughs> Janice says wind chill makes it twenty two here. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah. I was um, watching one of my friends on Instagram. It was like negative seven. And I was just like, why? Why? Mm, mm. No, thanks. Man, I I just, I mean, I, I am going to, I think, go snowboarding this year. Um, this year? Traveled, next year? Well, sorry. I mean, this this winter season, you know. But um, but what's funny is it's it's going to be like the end of March, I think, when I'm going to go snowboarding with kind of like my dad, my uncles, and some of my uh, cousins. And um and we're gonna go like late March. It's already it's the water will have already warmed up here, and it'll be like summer. Well, it's spring break, but it's like summer-ish. the water's already summer-ish yeah. already here. And then like the end of March, I'm gonna go to Utah in theory, and uh, and be like freezing because I haven't seen snow in like a couple of years really. Um, so it's been nice, Beach boy. It's Beach boy. I know, I know. It's been nice well, living in. in I'm Florida. excited. David's excited, and I think we should. Um, because this is kind of like a big deal that both of us are in the same room, thousands of miles apart. We should give something away. <laughs> yes, we like should. Um, <laughs> you, pick, you pick, boss. We, you can we, tell how much we've we thought always, about this. We, we always, uh, always, always, you know, need to think about pre-gaming this stuff. Um, let's give away a brand new laptop. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, the new, hey, well, we should talk about that today a little bit. Actually, it'd be interesting. It'd, it'd be fun to, can. to talk. We can. Talk. Oh, dude, I actually, but, I actually had an issue with mine yesterday. Even though it's like brand new and perfect, I had such an issue with mine. 
in mm. Photoshop yesterday. Well, let's let's um let's give away let's give away uh, three memory cards in honor of the new laptops actually having a memory card slot again, which I'm really okay. you know really excited about. That. Is that all right? So we'll give away I have, three. I don't I don't have what? a single good memory card on my desk, but it'll. I've be... got like I've got a a micro SD card like right here. It's a 64 gigs. There's your representation, but we'll give you a real an actual SD card. 128 gig. We'll give away three of them. David's um, is kind of small, but we'll give you a real size one. Yeah, it'll be like this, real. but a gold, a gold version. This is a crappy. Mm. I don't even know why well, I have. You, this. you know, I've got my R5 here. Let's see if I have. Um, nope, no memory card in there. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh well, whatever. Um, At least you have well, a battery I, in yours. Yes, I do. I do have a battery in mine. All right, so we're going to talk about some fun stuff today. We're going to kind of catch up a little bit, a little catch up, do a little foreshadowing, and also we're going to do um, we're going to talk about how to take great photos indoors this Christmas season, um, or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, whatever you know it is that you celebrate. I'm sure I'm missing some holidays there too. Wow. Um, I hey, just being honest, um, I celebrate. I just saw something fall that looked like a snowflake, which is impossible because it's 73 degrees. But I did, that was that was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, we, we could talk about like, you know, some, some better ways to take indoor portraits. The other day I was taking photos of my kids, um, with the without R6. Me? Without me yeah, around? Without, without, without you, without you around. I was taking pictures of them decorating the tree and I've been choosing, I just gotta be you know honest here. I have been choosing to, um, use the R6, um, over the R5 lately because the file size is just like unnecessarily big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's unnecessarily big on the R5. So I've been using the R6 lately. But there's a couple of things that there's some there's some tips that we want to give you guys for taking better portraits indoors um, during this snowy, cold um, holiday season. Um, and I love that there's tons of you guys on here. So thank you all so much for tuning in today. We're excited. Linda Nielsen is saying Team R6 here, you know. Um, so, yeah. But a um, couple things. Let's talk about something that we've got coming up in January that doesn't have an official date yet. But maybe um but it's you know it's we've been talking about it for a while and we just we just we just <laughs> decided to do it in january i'm just bringing this on the team here who well, knows your, I don't, your just idea to, just to be fair yeah. i don't i don't know what he's even talking about we do so much around here that i'm allowed to talk about that i'm not allowed to talk about so well, i'm excited and, to find and, out what we're talking about and that's the point like there's a bunch of you know we always say cats in the bag like don't let the cat yeah. out of the bag there's so many big things that we've been working on behind the scenes that um you know it kind of warrants like a single event or like a big event i think to to kind of like talk about what's coming up in 2022 because it is gonna be gangbusters it's gonna be mental it's gonna be insane manic um amazing incredible busy unbelievable fun it's gonna be a boner of a time gosh man you always <laughs> i had it you had it you had hard it. hard to not you know i get it not laugh you are it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great um, so I, I believe we're going to announce an event sometime. We're kind of like thinking Apple keynote style. If any of you guys watch the Apple keynotes, we've got yeah. a, you know, like not quite there, the same there's, caliber, there's, but there's so much that we have like baking in the oven. Yes. Include like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say too much. I'll, I'll, I'll let you dictate how much is said, but there's so much 
like that's even like starting to be finished up that we can't talk about that we need one place to kind of reveal everything like mm. here it is this is what we've been working on this is how stupendous of an event this is going to be yeah i mean you know the last couple of years so we started the photo mentorship uh two years and six months ago which mm -hmm. is crazy right am i doing that math right i think so i think it yeah. was june 2019 and i think we really kicked it off in july like i think the first week of july was like the original photography 101 boot camp all right um and you know in the past two and a half years we've been building we've been trying to figure this out because there's there's so many moving parts we have you know we have 10 staff members that are full-time and we have another 15 to 20 people that are you know part-time or work with us on retainer so there's just a lot of moving parts in the back end um you know and it you know to be honest with you it gets kind of stressful because you know i was a freelance photographer um you know, for well over a decade where it was just me. And, you know, then my wife came on board and we'd hire assistants or, you know, work with people fractional time, but we didn't have full-time employees. We didn't have all those different things. And we certainly weren't building like a tech company like we have now with the photo mentorship. But anyways, there's been so much going on in the behind the scenes, so many dreams, so many visions that have been coming to life. And I'm really proud of where the photo mentorship has come, but um, it's like nothing compared to the exciting things that are actually going to be coming out. And I believe all in 2022. Um, so we're going to I mean, not announce, we, we, not announce we say, anything we that we're say, not excited. I know well, we say a lot of big, like sweeping things, but I will say as somebody who's yeah. been here, I mean, TPM was cool. And then I came along and now it's even better. It, 2022, I think, I believe is going to be the most exciting yeah. year for TPM as far as like things to do, stuff to watch, like, 2022 is being it's it's like the culmination of all the hard work that we've had over the last couple of years the coleman nation the coleman nation the coleman nation yeah. um yeah yeah I, i'm excited i mean we we could tease a few things I don't without without on. giving away specifics what's that I, I, there's so many things i want to say but i'm afraid of getting in trouble right now like there's so many yeah so well, how things. about we how about we talk about in broad categories for a little for just a minute, and then we'll kind of dive into some tutorials. But it's it's exciting what we have coming up. I'm yeah. I'm excited. Rich, um, you know, you know, behind the scenes, um, we're doing we're we're doing our best to get um, as organized as possible because we have a lot of TPM students. We want to we want to meet with you guys. We want to do more workshops. We want to produce more courses. We want to produce software that can help you guys run your businesses. There's all sorts of things. We want to write books. There's all sorts of things that we want to do, okay, and that we're planning on doing and that we're actually actively working on that you guys don't even know yet. Um, but, um, but we've been doing, but it's hard because we have so much vision and so many ideas and so many great, amazing students that we want to take care of that it's hard to do all the things at once. So we're in the process of um of doing some some pretty intense uh, restructuring behind the scenes it's hard work just just not gonna be not gonna lie to you it's really hard work but i think what's going to come out of it is just so much better of an experience for you guys so much more enjoyable so much more fun so many more opportunities to connect with your peers so many more opportunities to connect with us as your photography mentors and um and then just more things to help you guys 
um, you know, pursue your photography dreams. So Rich, without saying specifics about which types they are, how many courses do we have scheduled to, to film, produce, and record in 2022? I'm not gonna even say that because there's even more. Like that number, the number you're thinking is, I'm gonna be filming a lot more next year for the next year, but there are- Well, let's just over, talk about 22 then for a second. Like, 22, there, there are over yeah. 10 courses coming in wow. 2022. And so how many courses do we have, I was looking at our, our, um, you know, our course total, we have 40 courses as of right now. If you include the TPM pro courses, which are like our paid to shoot 101 course, our paid to shoot 201 course and our paid to shoot 301 course, then we have 40, 40 courses out right now. So that means that we're going to increase the, and that's over the course. I mean, those courses, we've been making those for five or six years. That's a, you know, that's a, that's been a, you know, a work of love for a long time. We're going to increase that by 25% just in 22, a which great, I mean, I'm just saying that's a, a very great content. It's a fun content. Yeah. Cause here's the thing, Dave, like we, like I'm going to be real with them for a second without letting too much out. I hope um, yeah. don't cringe. Cause I'm, I'm just talking now. Be afraid. We love oh, Chris, teaching you guys. We, we love you guys, you know, and we love teaching you guys photography. But what we what do we want to see in our students, David? What what do you and I want more than formation? Transformation. We want to see you guys, you know, that's the succeed. that's like the word. That's the word for 2022. It's like, okay, I can I can show you how to do some cool like stuff and tricks, but I want to see you guys forever changed in taking better pictures than you did yesterday. And that's the theme of 2022 the theme of 2022 is transformation and having yeah. you guys on a path for success and a path for change can i get an amen you can get an amen man well i'm excited so like we're, we can tease a little bit a little bit more even transformation in 2022 yeah i think that's i think that's great that could be like our word for 2022 is transformation for yeah because that's what, i mean here, here's the thing and like we say it all the time but like well, you know, hanging out with us and posting online, that, all that stuff's great. But what's even better is your to see change in your artwork, for you to become a better photographer tomorrow than you were yesterday. Um, so transformation's huge, and transfer trans transformation takes something out of you, and it takes something out of me. So we're becoming laser focused on teaching simply, but with the end result of you guys taking amazing pictures. I don't want a bunch of people that like Rich and David. I want a bunch of badass photographers that take BA pictures. That's what I want though, man. I want, you guys, you guys have seen me do it. When you guys take an amazing picture and post it, I'm like, yes. And that's what, that's what I want. That's, I want, I want you guys, anybody that's in TPM, and TPM, David will explain what that is in a second for those of you who don't know. Anybody that's in TPM, before the end of the year, I want you to post a picture saying like, this is me 2021. So that mm. in 2022, we can just yeah. watch that work get better and better and better and better. And you guys can start, you know, accomplishing the dream of being mm. a great photographer instead of just hoping or thinking or wanting it. You guys will have the tools, you guys will have the connections, and you guys will have the education to be whatever kind of photographer you want to be. Yeah, love that. Love that. What's up, Steve Weibel? 
Um, you know, I, I have to, I have just have to acknowledge a good pun because Sherry Allen Sutton said, let's see what develops. And I just, you know, I just appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. TPM has changed my wish list. <laughs> Love that. Well, yeah. I mean, so we're going to, we're going to talk about some indoor portrait stuff in a second, but, um, you know, just, just contacts like this transformation, a lot of you guys, um, want to make the transformational step from, from being a, you know, a hobbyist. Um, or maybe an amateur photographer, whatever, photography enthusiast, we'll call it, um, to a professional to actually make money, you know, from photography. And so that's why we launched TPM Pro, which is our professional level of the photo mentorship where you can take courses on how to get paid to shoot and get in-depth coaching by our business mentors. How business. many of you guys, business, how many guys are in TPM Pro? So there's TPM Standard, uh, I mean, just called the photo mentorship, but there's a standard level of TPM. And then there's the pro level, which is an upgraded membership. And I know some of y'all said a minute ago that y'all already started the, the um, paid to shoot 301 course, um, which the first part of the course um, just started dropping on, I think it was Friday morning, if I, if I remember that correctly. Um, and that's the one, the only, the incredible Zach Gray has been you know, spearheading the mentorship and the course creation inside the professional level of TPM Pro. So there's a lot of you guys that are TPM members. If you guys don't know what TPM is, TPM stands for the photo mentorship. Okay. The photo mentorship is our amazing membership program and community where you can grow as a photographer and pursue your photography dreams through online coaching and online tutorials. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the photo mentorship, you know, is for developing your skills, developing your skills in lighting and, you know, learning how to use your camera in Lightroom and Photoshop, um, you know, using a flash, you know, doing, developing your photography skills. TPM Pro is the professional level where you actually, we help you proactively start your business, give you the step-by-step -step curriculum and steps that you need to take in order to start your business book your initial gigs, and then get referrals from those gigs, okay? That's what TPM Pro is. But what we're excited about is now that we have those two membership levels, the standard level for learning how to do photography skill training, and then the pro level to learn about um, you know, business and to actually start your business, um, next year we're going to be developing courses with specific types of tracks to help you guys pursue a professional or an amateur path if that's what you want, a hobbyist and enthusiast path just for you, because that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with taking photos for, you know, for your own viewing pleasure and to share with your friends and to use it as therapy, like so many of us have done to, you know, take photos of sunsets like I love doing or landscape or wildlife or, you know, macro photography, birding photography, whatever it is that are your, that's your passion for photography. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of you guys that want to make a side income on the weekends, mm. you know? And make you know an extra five, you know, to ten thousand a year, or maybe twenty or thirty thousand dollars a year on the weekends, which is totally completely feasible. On top of whatever your you know your daily duties are, like whether you're a full time mom or grandma, or whether you have a full time gig at you know wherever at the photo at the um, photo mentorship. Some of us still have to shoot full time. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we're excited because we're developing courses next year that are going to be paths that flow into each other so where you can develop the skills in a specific path. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you develop your photography skills, your lighting, you know, the posing skills, the, 
you know, the, just the photography skills to take professional level shots and then have that same path transition to a business um, as you join TPM Pro. So we'll be building courses. I'm not going to say which ones yet. We're going to reserve that for our keynote presentation in the beginning of January, date to be announced. But we'll make a big deal about, about it. Maybe we'll give away a camera live on let's that do event. It. We'll, yeah, we'll do something yeah. crazy. Yeah, let's, let's make give it away. Big. Let's make it a party. Yeah, let's give away an R6. Does that sound good? We'll give away an R6. I was going to say RP, but R6, I love it. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll give away some sort of R-level camera uh, or camera or or cameras. Because if we give away RPs, we'd be able to give more of them away. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll give away at least a camera. Yeah, what do you guys want us to give away? Would you you guys like one camera? Or like three cameras? One R6 or three RPs? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. So I'm thinking like first or second week of January when we do this, we'll have to schedule the actual event, but we'll have a, you know, big, a bit, maybe we'll do it on a Monday. So that way it's like podcast time slot. We'll make a big event out of it. Mm. I think it'll be fun. I'll even be there um, one day, one date in January. I will already be there and I can just fly in a day early. Just saying. Mm, can make it interesting. Just thinking out loud. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll plan it out and it's going to be lots of fun. A BenQ editing monitor. Yeah, there you go. Um, Rich and I actually just got a bunch of new monitors. I haven't set them up yet, but they're they're here. I'm all set up and um, running. Are you? Good. Good for you. Um, definitely the Z9, says Steve. Um, yeah, he's a nice guy. Steve. But, but I'm excited because there's lots of fun things. And then there's some really cool tech stuff that we have in the works that I definitely can't announce because everything's still trying to be um, mm. developed as we speak. But, there's, something um, that, there's something that's like close to being done that we can't even talk about yet either. That's mm-hmm. exciting. I know. For there's me. so many things. So many things. And it's that's really close. You know what I mean? Yeah, really we got to find out. We got to find – probably in January. Is that – like are you allowed to talk about that then? Well, I don't know which thing you're talking about because there's like eight, eight the things that we want to announce. It's one of the big ones. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll definitely. I think we're gonna announce everything in at this event in January. It's gonna be awesome. That would be cool. Well, Rich, cool. let's trans let's transition. Um, now that we've you know talked about what's going on uh, coming up, kind of we've kind um, of talked about it. Everybody's everybody's just like ready for more. Like I love it, but like I just <laughs> join join me live tomorrow and I'll let all the cats out of the bags. That's what I do. Are you going just live kidding. tomorrow? I'm going live no. tomorrow. Are you? I'm going live in I'm going live in TPM Pro tomorrow. So if you're in nice. TPM Pro, I will see you there. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, so a ton of you guys, but I just want to acknowledge some TPM Pro uh, folks because Dana Eckerd said she is in TPM, he or she, I'm sorry, I can't tell. Uh, Dana is a, you know, could be a guy, girl. I can't tell the picture from this far away. I'm in TPM Pro. Janelle said TPM Pro. Um, Kate Elkin says TPM Pro and Zach have been amazingly helpful to get into the right mindset to succeed as a photographer. Um, and it looks like a bunch of you guys also said it. Sorry, I missed I missed so many of you guys. Christine said it. Terry said it. Kim said it. Heather said it. Suzanne said it. Gail said it. Um, so there you go. There you go. Bunch of you guys are in TPM Pro. You guys are awesome. Um, okay. Rich, it is the time of year when if you're not in Florida like I am, it gets a little chilly out. And, and to, full disclosure, Florida will get a little chilly up in the panhandle where I live as well. But um, to take indoor portraits... There's, there's three tips that I want to give you guys today. Okay, number one is about window lighting. We're going to talk about that. Number two is about the specific type of lens that can help you shoot better indoors. 
And mm. number three, Rich is going to talk about um, with some flash photography. So we're going to kind of go through these three three tips here, um, and uh, and and kind of you know talk about this stuff. So first things first, window lighting. Okay, if you're indoors and you know it's cold outside, it's snowing, all these different things. One of the best things you can do is actually turn out the lights or any like weird tungsten um, type of lights that you have that are overhead. Because what you don't want is a light shining straight down on you. I wonder if I have that flashlight. Nearby. See, look, David, 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 look at me. Where's okay. my window? Uh, well, it's on my, it's on, <laughs> on this side, <laughs> whatever, on, on whatever side. Uh, is that your, that would be your, your left side, I believe. Yeah. My right. It's okay. Well, the screen's flipped. Anyways, yeah, whatever. This, this is my right. But yeah, my window's over there. So yeah. what David, I, I learned this in college and David is teaching it to you for free instead of $40,000. One of the first things we do when we walk in somewhere to take pictures, we turn off all the lights and we try to find the best version of available light. Yeah. So if, if you don't have a bunch of crazy studio lights that make everything look good, turn off all the lights and then that'll immediately your eye will be drawn to where you need to go shoot. And that is most of the time a big slide glass window or door or, yeah. you know, the biggest window in your house. And that's where you find the good light. Cause that's what photography is. Photography is you're, you're hunting for great light. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent agree. I, li I like what you said. Like when you turn off all the lights, you kind of like see right away, like where the nice light is coming from. And now there's a course that I made called shoot stunning natural light portraits, which is still one of my favorite courses. How, how many of you guys have actually watched that course? Let me know in the, in the comments, but I talk about the three different ingredients that it, that is required um, to, to take a beautiful and portrait. Okay. Um, and number one is soft, beautiful light on the face. So soft light, so right now, for instance, if you if you look at it, um, I've got soft, beautiful light coming in, you know, from this window that's right here in front of me, coming in and filling in my face. Okay. Um, and then the second thing is to get a proper exposure on the face. Okay. So I think I look properly exposed according to this screen. Here, I'll, I'll, change, I'll change it. I'll change it so you can see. My exposure, it's being compensated because auto ISO. That's hilarious. It's too dark. Or my right. exposure is too bright. Yeah, that looks like trash. Yeah, I, I mean that, that that's a that's a that's a great example. So let's see, like if I you know if I go here, then the exposure is too dark. You know, like it's low contrast. You know, so you want to find the beautiful light, but then you want to change the exposure for it. How do you do that? Well, we teach that in the Master Your Camera course on how to take manual control of your camera so that you can get exactly the exposure that you want on your subject's face. So I'm gonna change the exposure. I'm doing everything manual on this camera. This is the Canon RP. Um, and so it's awesome. So I think that exposure looks pretty good um, right there. So I've got a good soft light coming in and I've got a proper exposure on the face. And the good thing is if you pick the right angle like this, then you're gonna get catch lights in the eyes. See how there's a reflection, a twinkle. Can you make me full screen, Rich? Can you do that? Yes, sir. I don't wanna do that. Thank you. Um, maybe move the comments off the screen too so we can get full screen, okay. All right, so you've got you've got a good uh, even light on my face, right? And you've got the proper exposure on my face, okay? So it's not too bright, not too dark. 
because the correct exposure is an image that's not too bright, not too dark, based on what you as the photographer thinks it should be. Okay. And then thirdly, the final thing that you want to look for is making sure that there's a catch light in the eye. So a reflection, a twinkle. Okay. When I look up like this, you're actually seeing a reflection um, in the eyes. Okay. Um, that's what you want because that makes the eyes not look dead. If you have no twinkle in the eyes, okay, no catch light, no reflection, then a lot of times the subject just kind of like, it just feels flat. It feels dead, all those different things. So if you get those three things, find soft, beautiful light, properly exposed for the face and make sure that the subject's face is directed and the eyes are directed in a direction where there is catch light being reflected in the eye. What is catch light? It's this, wind, it's this light right here in front of me reflecting in my eyes catching the light, okay? So if you have those three ingredients, then you're well on your way to getting a great portrait as far as lighting is concerned, okay? Now, of course, there's posing, which we teach about in the natural. You pose your subjects like a pro course, okay? And then obviously there's getting the correct focus on the subject's eyes, because if your subject's eyes are out of focus, then the portrait sucks. You wanna make sure the portrait's eyes are in focus, okay? So those things, when you're factoring in those things, then, um, you know, in the winter when it's cold or when you're indoors or when it's, you know, not super bright out, then that's a great way to take portraits. Turn off all the other yellow gross lights and put your subjects near a window that isn't direct sunlight coming in and beaming and hitting my face. The sun is actually over here right now. Okay. It's over here and you're not, you know, like I have a wall right here. So you're not seeing the sun coming in and hitting me right here. Okay. But so what's happening is the lights over here and it's just the sky, the light from the sky bleeding in. What it isn't is a beam of sunlight hitting my face. So when I say window light, I do not mean have, you know, the sunlight beaming through the windows and hitting your subject's face. I mean, let that soft light from the sky kind of bleed in and like hit your subject's face. And you are responsible for getting the proper exposure and making sure you have catch light on that, on that eye. Now, Rich, there is a great, you know, when it is low light, there is a great lens that we recommend, and you guys have, if you guys have been around for a while, it's a it's a lens that we recommend a bunch. Um, Chris Allison has yours. Like kinda, he has my lens. <laughs> I'm like, where's my lens? Uh, don't I have? I have one on my well, camera. I have one on my. Well, I've got. I've got. I've got a. Wait. I got one. Does he have my EF version of the lens? He does. Okay. Well, I've got an RF version right here. So Me it's too. the nifty, it's the nifty 50. Okay. Let's see if it'll get focused. It wants to always focus my eyes. Canon 50 millimeter. How, sh how should I, how, David, how should I hold my hand? <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny story. Um, okay. Uh, and then here's actually a 50 millimeter Sony lens as well. Okay. So the cool thing about these lenses right here is they go to an aperture size of 1.8. Here you go. They go to an aperture size of 1.8, which is a large aperture. It's a large hole. And for those of you guys who have taken the Master Your Camera 101 course, right, then you can you can actually change. Let me see if I can get this in focus. All right, you can actually change. Yeah, yeah, you've got yours too. You can actually change the aperture size. This is the size of the hole that's inside your lens. Guess what? That lets in more light than this, okay? When you have a really small aperture size, it's not letting in as much light. Okay, so when it's dark indoors, you want to get a lens like this that can let in a lot of light. Pretty simple, right? Because a lot of times, you know, in the winter, it's going to be darker, it's cloudier, the days are shorter, all these different things. You know, it's fun to have a lens like the Nifty 50 
Um, and then, you know, alternatively, you could find a 35 millimeter lens as well. Uh, thank you, Matthew Schetz. Um, Matthew, you're just so great. Matt and I were texting the other night about some funny stuff. Like some students said some funny stuff, but we, we have a laugh about it sometimes. But anyways, um, Matt, Matthew Schetz is, is, is world-class, one of our amazing, you know, contributors inside of the photo mentorship. He's so, so helpful helping answer everyone's questions. Um, but the 50 millimeter is a great lens because not only does it allow more light to come in when you're in low light situations, when you have your aperture, we talk about this in the Master Your Camera 101 course and whenever we do a Photography 101 bootcamp inside the photo mentorship. But when you have a large hole like this, the other fun thing that it does is it creates a very shallow depth of field. So for instance, right now, what you're seeing on the screen is I, I have my Canon RP as my actual webcam. There's a 35 millimeter lens on this camera. So that means it's a little bit wider than the 50 millimeters. Um, on full frame cameras, 50 millimeters is what you and I see with your eyes. On this um, full frame camera right here, 35 millimeter goes a little bit wider, okay? So the 35 is a little bit wider. But anyways, um, I am shooting at f1.8, which means you can see like my plants back here and then like the Pepsi cans and album covers and stuff that I shot. They're all kind of blurred out. Okay, like it's it's a shallow depth of field. So the cool thing is when you're shooting indoors and you use a lens like this, you can let more light in when it's a low light situation and you can blur the background, which all, all you know, in my opinion, can make, not always, but can make for a nice, pleasant portrait. So the tips are, number one, find great window light. And I talked about the three things, find the soft, beautiful light coming from the window, get a proper exposure from the face, and make sure you have a catch light in the eyes. Those are gonna make your portraits like 100 times better than just snapping with horrible lighting in your room, okay? And the second thing is, is if you can get $125, $50, I don't know, inflation, maybe it's $400 now with all the inflation right now. Um, I heard that it's like 1% a month with inflation or more, it's crazy. But anyways, it used to be like 125 bucks, or actually it was under $100. But anyways, for an inexpensive lens, you can get a 50 millimeter, and then the 35 millimeters are more expensive. I don't remember, how much those are. Maybe Matthew can get a link for us um, for the a 35 millimeter comparable lens. How much are those? Do you remember? Um, it's like a, a 200 bucks more, but like David, I have a question for you because I, I need sure. you to, clar to clarify. So because I, I spent 125 bucks on this lens because you told me the hole is big and you're saying it goes from that big of a hole to that big. Is that letting that much more light in? Yes. It's letting a lot of light in. It's exponential. That's I yeah. ask making fun. The amount of light from that hole to that hole is like double and then double again. So you're not just letting in a little bit more light with this inexpensive lens. You're letting a heck of a lot of light in. Yeah, a lot of light. You know, so we're we're not going to go deep into stops at this moment. Um, but I will oh, say, stop it. yeah, I mean, you know, I can I can kind of give you a quick quick rundown but basically um basically matthew shets for the win I, I i don't know which link that's to is that for the 35 millimeter um lens yeah it is a lot they're a lot more expensive i wish they were cheaper you can get a young nuo one um for like real cheap right like i think i do i still have that one i feel like you can get a young nuo 35 millimeter lens for like under 100 bucks if i remember that correctly is that that's my yeah. lens that you stole for me yeah. I don't think and so. It's, I might have had this one too. Well, I had one, but it, it didn't do great at autofocusing. So it's like, it's not quite as good at like 
catching the, the subject's face and focusing, but it can take good photos once you've like. And, and to be clear, this, this lens right here did not cost Canon or Yanuo or Nikon very much money to make. It just has the ability to have a big hole. So that lets a lot of light in yeah. and that either brightens up your image or gives you a softer background. It's one thing we hear all the time is we want professional looking pictures and that's blurry background. You can't even tell that's a plant. It just looks like a blur because yeah. I'm open to 1.8. And if I changed it, David, I'm just going to do this real quick. I'm going to go to auto ISO and then I'm going to change my aperture to something ridiculous like F16. And you can look, yeah, this, I look really grainy and crappy <laughs> because my aperture is bad and it won't even grab focus and you can see a, a sensor spot. Isn't that hilarious? How much is the Young Nuo 35 millimeter lens? I think it was like 90 when I bought it. And that, um, look at the difference. Look at my look at my background. You can see all that stuff now. Yeah, that's true. It's so dumb. I hate it. I hate it. Photographers hate. Ugh, stop it. Okay, sorry. I had to go back to my true. Comments. Yeah. So, so you can you know like if you buy an off brand lens like Young Nuo, which is is not going to be the best quality, but it can be an inexpensive way to learn and have fun. Okay. Um, so I'm saying like the, the native Canon lens is going to be a lot better. Um, and a lot of that's communication. A lot of that's like, right. Your camera's talking to your lens. So like it'll focus faster. Um, mm -hmm. the glass is a better quality of glass. Like that's, yeah, that, that's but I'm the, saying, that's the, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's one of those things where it's like, is it the best in the world? No, but if you're on a budget, it can, it can take great photos. It's just like you might have to work a little harder to make sure it gets focused. Be a little bit more patient with it. I will but it say can every take, every, take every photographer photos. should have that fifty for one hundred and twenty five bucks. That nifty yeah. fifty. Every one of you. I don't tell you to buy stuff a lot. Buy that lens. Uh, I think it was uh, Maylin that just said that she is now a paid photographer and she's only used her fifty on her paid shoots. So like, if you can swing 125 bucks and put that on any camera. You're going to be taking portraits and you're going to be happy with it. I think so. Yeah. All so, that said, so, those, those so, are the first two tips. Yeah, I agree. And Kim uh, Suman said it's about 450 bucks uh, here. And she said, see, I don't know if that means Canada or California, but um, for the 35 millimeter. So for instance, um, someone posted that the, um, that Nanette Stan standard said that it's $106 in B and H. I believe she's talking about for the 35 millimeter. Um, and the young Nuo 35 millimeter. So in other words, for less than a quarter, like for a hundred bucks, you can get a 35 millimeter young, 35 millimeter young Nuo lens. Young um, young no. um, or you can spend four and a half times as much to get the Canon version. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where if I was starting out, I'd say, just get the young Nuo one because eventually you're going to want to upgrade and get L-series lenses, which are like $2,000 a piece. So for now, it's like while you're trying to learn and play and like do your first paid gigs, it's fine to do it on a lens that's a more budget lens. Like, totally yeah. fine. You can still your, your great. Gear, your, your, your gear matures with you over time. Um, yep. Chances are, if you don't have a 50 or a 35, um, buying the cheaper one is going to be like, holy crap, yes, I've been I've been dying for yeah. these. And you'll have fun rounds or this. And you'll have a lot of fun. And then... Once you like, it's completely okay because of transformation that you can get with TPM. It's completely fine to outgrow your gear. But what we're trying to tell you is it doesn't happen as quick as you think it does. So hey, learn you your bring, gear. Can, can you bring me back my T7? 
Didn't yes, you take it? tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Well, um, maybe if Chris, is, if Chris is done, I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, okay, I'm going to say this really quick. Okay. Sorry, I had to film a course, David. Had to film a course. Sorry, I borrowed a camera. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I don't have my camera right there. Um, I think, yeah. Anyways, so let me say this. If you have if you have a full frame camera like the Canon RP, like the 6D Mark II, like the Canon R series, Canon R5, R6, something like that, like one of these cameras, then 50 millimeters is what you and I see with our eyes, okay? If you have a cropped sensor, now it's not exactly, but it's pretty close. If you have a cropped sensor camera, like a Nikon D3400, 3500, 3200, or like a Rebel 6 uh, which I, or Rebel 70, or a Sony, or a Sony A6600, 6400. Did you take my Six, Sony too? Gosh, you took all my cameras. I didn't, um, take, but yeah, yeah, I didn't take your Sony. Your Sony's there somewhere. I rented a Sony. Hmm. Hmm. Take that. Oh, by the way, well, I, side I, note, not that, not that it matters. You guys can rent. I need to right finish. I need a second. I need to finish my thought. All right. Hurry up. Is that okay? Okay. I guess. All right. I guess. So if you have a full frame camera, okay then the 50 millimeters is what you and I see with our eyes. If you have a cropped sensor camera, like Rich stole a couple from me, um, then uh, I, I, don't see my, I don't see my A6500. I think you have it, thought you have it. Anyways, um, then if you have a crop frame, uh, crop sensor, crop frame sensor, like the, the Nikon or the Rebel T6 series, T7, T8, then a 35 millimeter lens on a crop sensor is going to be a lot closer to what you and I see with our eyes. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is if you have a crop sensor camera, then you might want to get the 35 as a substitute for the 50 that we're suggesting because 50 millimeters is what you and I see with our eyes. And if you put a 50 millimeter lens on a crop sensor camera, it's going to automatically be zoomed in. So you'll be like, it's like you'd have to step back further to get the same range. So it just changes the dynamic. We talk about that a lot more inside the photo mentorship and um, especially in the Master Your Camera course. But I just wanna say like, if you're trying to get that normal range and you have a crop sensor camera, then you might wanna look at just getting the 35 because it'll it, it when it converts with the crop sensor, it, it kind of feels more like what we're talking about is the 50, okay? Sorry, Rich, I just wanted to finish that thought really quick. No, it's okay. And if you're questioning and you don't wanna spend money, you can go to lensrentals.com and use promo code TPM15. I'll let, I'll let anybody use that this month. So if TPM you want to rent 15? TPM15, you can save 15% off a rental. Um, Dang. Chris or Chris or Matthew Shetz can post that. All caps, TPM15. You can rent right now. You can rent cameras, lenses, all kinds of junk. And hmm. we don't get a penny of that. That's just to save you guys money because that's what it's about. Yep. Love that. Try it before all right, Rich. It. Well, sorry, I hogged the uh, hogged the time. What's step three? Can you talk to us about step three? I forgot. Or the, or the, it's, the, so, it's been it's been so long since you let me talk. You're a um, jerk face. So the question we get asked all the time is, "Okay, Rich, there's there's no window light. I get it. There's no window light. Um, well, in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that you 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 have this little tool right here. It's called a speed light, and it simply attaches to your camera and becomes a flash for your camera. Okay, now again, right now at B&H, this is $65 and this $65 tool- Wait, $65? I know, isn't that crazy? 
the Godox TT600 is the one I use and have. I have four or five of them and I use them all the time. Um, you can use this right here to achieve great looking natural light looking um, portraits. So here's the thing. Um, do you have your flashlight? Oh, I have one. The last thing you want to do is, is put a light at your subject like this because this is what happens. Nobody likes that. Nobody thinks that looks good and it looks gross. So what you want to do is you want to bounce this light off the ceiling. So if you're shooting a picture, bounce it off the ceiling. If you turn your camera, camera vertical, you want to turn this to bounce off the ceiling. And you always want to bounce this light off the ceiling because what it does is it turns that three inch light into um, a much bigger light. I think I can demonstrate this, David. So here's a dark lit scene. Here's what happens when you add a speed light. Here's what happens when you bounce that light. Like I'm bouncing off the wall in front of me, but look how yeah. pretty, pretty evenly lit I am. This show us that again. Hey, can you go full screen and show us that again? Yeah. The flashlight is hitting the wall right behind my camera and it's lighting my face up pretty well. So like there's a dark wall, not too much. There's a window, but bouncing that speed light off the wall gives me a pretty good looking light. So the answer is, the answer is get a speed light and bounce the light and you're gonna be taking portraits of your kids around the Christmas tree that you're happy about. Don't ever point this at them. Do we point it at them, David? Do you point it right at your subject? Heck no. No, that looks like crap. Nobody, everybody hates you. You bounce it off a wall or a ceiling and everything looks better. So that's the third trick. Um, if you don't have one of these lights, it's it's totally worth a $65 investment. I think every photographer should have one of these in their bag because sometimes there is no window. Sometimes you're in a basement. Sometimes that moment that you need to capture is in a really, really dark place and you need a little light to help you, to help illuminate the way. So if you're in a dark place in your life and you need a little bit of change, you need a little light in your life, then you can get, uh, just you can get one of these, go to, you just get, you get a speed light. Um, and the cool thing about that too is, uh, you know more about these than I do because I haven't, I haven't used it a whole lot admittedly, um, but you can use something like this and wirelessly trigger that speed light, correct? Yeah, I mean, you can, there's there's uh, there's a plethora. Um, I told somebody this in TPN the other day. Um, they were like, "Hey, I've got a photo shoot tomorrow, um, and I'm need to learn how to use off camera lighting." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, hold on, wait a second. Photography is a is a is a skill set, and then yeah, adding light is like a completely separate skill set. So um, I think everybody should have one of these because they're inexpensive, and you can throw it on, and you can play around with it." I have two courses dedicated to teaching you how to use this on camera or off camera. David has courses on how to use big strobes and multiple lights. He has classes on all that, but everybody should have one of these because for $65, you can start to play. And that's what photography is. Me and David do have all the answers, but you guys have to get out there and practice. You have to figure out what story you're trying to tell and then get the gear you need and then change your settings and just play around with everything until it's exactly what you need. Hey, if you guys have not watched Rich's Speedlight 101 course, it's phenomenal. Lori is saying uh, she got one as a gift from her husband and hasn't used it because she didn't know how. Um, go watch the Speedlight yeah, 101 Speedlight, course. Speedlight 101, that was my first course, I think, maybe. But 
it was it's a it's a good one. It's it's simple. It's a phenomenal course. And you got Karen. It's funny. Like it's actually really funny. I was there fil- I filmed that course and I was cracking up the whole time. I was Sorry, throwing God. pizza. I was throwing pizza around his office. We yes. had a, we did have a good time. That was a fun course. That. What happened to the good old days when we used to have fun? I know. EOS, who knows? Um watch the course. If you if you like in an hour you can learn how to use this thing pretty well. Yeah. Um and it's always there for you to go back and rewatch. It doesn't need to be scary either. Rich does yeah, a phenomenal just, job of breaking pull, it down. We pull the veil yeah. of mystery around it. Um, that's why I love Unveil. the classes that I've taught. Yeah, like yeah. Um, astrophotography can seem so scary, but I can take twenty people out in the desert and be like, "You do it. I'm not going to change your camera for you. Let's figure it out together." And I think that's why I love the photo mentorship so much, because we're getting to learn together. We're getting to learn at your level, at your pace. Um, in just a friendly, awesome way. So we talked a lot about CPM today, but that's probably the biggest thing is it's, we're a group of like-minded photographers that just want to have fun taking pictures. So boom. Love it. Jonathan, 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 um, he was in DC and, um, Kevin, one of our students was there and at the Abraham Lincoln Memorial, I was showing them how to do that. Like I, I was bouncing, um, the speed light over my head off of the big white building. And then I was shooting my friend with a monument in the background. It looked like a shrub. You would have thought I had like a, you know, Ellen crown or something. It was looking really good for like a $65 light. And the camera wasn't mine. The flash wasn't mine. And we were just out there playing and having a fun time. Hmm. Everybody, everybody go that. look at Jonathan's work. Jonathan is quite the landscape photographer. He just hides, he just hides from us. Everybody go, everybody go like his work right now. Do it. Yeah. So Kathy Shields, that's where you're getting that. I think we posted a link um, earlier, but in on B&H, you can get um, that speed light for, this is saying $69. I, I just, yeah, I just looked it up. It was like 60, 65 bucks or something like that on B&H. Okay, so it's so on B&H. I, well, we'll, we'll repost the link. Someone will. <laughs> I meant Kyle. Um, I'm sorry. I said Kevin. Kyle. There was a non-Kevin in Akron, Ohio, so we called him not Kevin the whole time. Oh, really? Or not. Or not Kyle. Yeah. I nickname everybody. It's all that matters. I'm excited. You know, some things that we're going to be talking about and announcing at our big keynote event in January, which maybe we should pick a date for that. We should. Yeah. We'll go, I'll look at the calendar. About, I'll look at the calendar while this? we're talking I about it. I promise we'll do another podcast between now and then so we can t- give you a, a formal release date. All right. I got it. January 10th. January 10th. That way it's not like the day after holidays. It's like the following week. We'll do okay. January 10th. January 10th is our big announcement keynote event. We're going to give away a camera or multiple. Um, I'm, I'm literally announcing or writing it on my calendar um, right now. Don't you love how we're doing this in real time? We've been talking about it. We just haven't scheduled it yet. So now <sighs> the 10th, that means and Chris, Chris is probably like, oh crap, now I got to get videos together and, and all sorts of stuff. But um, it's going to be great. So on the 10th, January 10th, we're going to announce a bunch of stuff. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to have lots of opportunities for you guys to meet up in person next year. So if you want to learn about that, if you want to meet me and Rich and Zach and Josh and all of our crew, uh, Nada, hopefully, um, then then you're going to want to make sure you tune in to the podcast, the very special podcast episode on January 10th. That's been scheduled for a very long time. Yeah, I didn't just put it in my calendar either. Yeah, I have a dentist appointment that day, so I can't be there. I'm just kidding. 
I like you were nervous. You were nervous enough to not know. You're like, well, you can cancel your dentist appointment. That's what you're about yeah, to say. So I was totally <laughs> off, totally off camera. I was like, off camera, I would have got yelled at to be like, well, too bad. This has been on the calendar for 12 seconds. Yeah, I didn't check with anyone, but it's a pot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh, we got a month. We got. We, do we have over a month? We have a month and four days before that. We can. We can cancel anyone else's appointments. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's give away some. Let's give away those memory cards. You want to do that? Yeah. Let, let me check the channel. Any winners? Yeah, we, have winners. we have winners. We have. We have winners. Um. You know, it's kind of like if I read these names, they're kind of like the normal uh, winners. That no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. No, but I mean, you know, like I, I think they did a really good job at. Uh, you know, like picking these names and like bakering it into, um, you know what I mean? Like we both, we both, it, they're, they're, just, is. they're just trying to do whatever is impossible to collect together. To, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a goobler. Um, I'm yep. sorry. Her husband's um, great. Right, the, Never, the, the, the second winner today. I love your husband. Just saying I met him in okay. Moab. Uh, the first winner is, Norma Baker. Norma. Norma Baker. I'm talking about Baker. Bacon. You're, bacon. you're going to be baking a lot of pictures on this memory card. Yeah. You're going to make lots of memories. It's going to be awesome. Um, Mylene. Number asked, two. Any plans for an in-person advanced course? Mm, stay, stay tuned. All mm. right. Number two. Uh, Rich loves this lady's husband. That sounds um, strange. That sounds strange to say can, on the air. But if you watch my, can Instagram you tell story, me more? <laughs> did you see me at Forest on Instagram this morning? I did not. It was quite ridiculous. Uh, the number two winner is Kim Clegg. Kim Goobler. Oh, wait, yeah, Goobler Clegg. I, yeah, I like the middle name too. Goobler. Um, Goobler. Not sure. Um, we actually stayed at the same go. hotel room. We found out. I looked out my window and I saw her and her husband in Moab, and I was like. I see you guys. I sent them a very sweet. Not the same hotel room. You mean the same hotel? <laughs> you the same hotel. Same, we actually stayed in the same hotel room. I'm like, wait, wait HR, HR department. No, we stayed in the same uh, hotel. It was the scariest hotel okay. I ever stayed in my life. Thanks, David. I mean, you um, were really lowering the bar there for a second. I yeah. was like, you're staying with, wow, goodness gracious, man. Anything um, I need you to care in a little bit more about our personal appearance. Uh, bar. appearance I'm, you know I got mean? barred. I got bars. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of, this podcast is going on wadkey at this moment. So, anyways, uh, the final winner is the third winner of the 128 gigabyte memory card that's probably about 170 megabytes per second speed is Karen Bar Wadkey. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Wadk? Wadk? I'm not sure. But, Wadke. Karen, we care about you. All right. And you have, let me scoot over some center. Um, you have won a memory card. So Karen, you, you have one. Karen, we love you. David, I had fun with you today. Um, what's happening? I had fun too. What's happening next week? Is there something happening next week? Oh, next week I am really excited about it. We have the one, the only Sean Austin coming on um, next week. Okay, and he Stone is the Gold, owner. Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. He is the owner of an amazing, an amazing album company, and he's going to be talking to us about the printing process. And how to make money with albums? And I'm not just I'm like not blowing of, David kisses. That's the name of his books. It's, I, it's less weird when there's. It's a really. It's actually a really cool um, uh, album company. I've known this. I've known Sean and his, and his former business partner for a long time. And they're 
They're great folks. And Sean's so awesome. So I'm going to have him on next week. We're going to be talking about printing, printing standards, some business practices, how to make some stuff. I don't know, whatever Sean really wants to talk Do's about. Do's and don'ts, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where admittedly, like I'm not an expert on printing. You know, when I shot album covers and stuff, like the, the record what si- label would. What size would... should it be? You don't even know what size <laughs> yeah, print should be. Exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm not an expert on printing. I've, I've printed stuff and I just try to have, make sure my images are, are big enough to where they, they print at a great quality. But there are some specific things that would be great to know um, as far as printing goes and some best practices. And also just what are the options out there? Because a lot of you guys don't know that you can create these high-end, you know, photo books and photo albums, um, you know, through companies like KISS, which is amazing. And even use their incredible software to design the albums Mm. Um, as well before you print. So pretty cool. So stick around or come back in a week from now and we're going to have an amazing um, an amazing session uh, next week. So I'm excited. All right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Kiss books will be cool. Um, he was actually like, I when I met him, I kind of had like, oh, wow, that's him. Because like I've heard about, like he was like the industry standard in prints. Like, did you albums. kiss him? I did. Um, I kissed his truck. He had a beautiful Forerunner. Do you remember that? I don't know if he still has. Yeah, that. the TRD Pro. I don't remember if he still has it or not, but yeah, way better than your cheap one. Um. Anyway, I met him. I met him, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Like I was like impressed to meet him because I knew who he was before I met him, and we became friends. So, um, yeah. Anyway, next week, join us for that. I was Sean Austin Gordon next here. week. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna be awesome. All right. Bye, that was fun. Rich. Bye, David. I miss you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Not when you want me to be there, but I'll be there. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.